Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie because we've seen it all before. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're in a new set. New set. And this will be our staple place going into next season because this is our finale for this season. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's been a while. I can't. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, no, I've just been building this this thing all the whole time. I got sick. Got an ear infection currently. You always got uh, an ear infection. Christmas happened. <laughs> I do always have an ear infection. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's all just you know. It's been, a, it's been a time. Yeah. All right. Well, this is our roundup episode that we do every year, and uh, yeah, so we have five movies and a TV show to talk about. So, and the top tens at the and end. And our top ten movies of the year. I'm excited for that one. I am also excited, but we'll save that for the end. But before then, let's get to it. spoke highly of you so uh in the year 2023 uh there have been some movies and tv shows that we wanted to talk about just haven't gotten to it uh and starting off our list a little star wars show came out called ahsoka it wasn't andor thank god (laughs) (laughs) anyway ahsoka happened yes so ahsoka we didn't this was my final straw for star wars honestly mine too and okay um the first two two and a half episodes we was like all right come on come on keep yeah. keep doing stuff then they bring out the boy they, they brought At out the, the boy end of episode three they bring out the yeah the chosen one it was oh it was so well done he he looked so good mm-hmm. and then episode four happened we got more of him we're like, like oh my god oh shit get a whole episode of him and, and then, then episode five as well. <laughs> and then what happened next? <laughs> Fucking nothing. Nothing of importance happened. Okay, well, we get Thrawn. We got Thrawn back, which was cool. Yes. And the same guy, Lars Mikkelsen, as... No, yeah, I, so it's they like, him back. Thing, everything, everybody who's involved, like, I'm not, like, upset that they're oh, here. I like, I love Lars Mikkelsen. I love uh, Rosaria Dawson, obviously, and... Um, you know, I called him Anakin. Uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen, love him. Uh, even the girl who played Sabine, like she, she did a really good job translating from the from the animated. Job. Yeah, uh, it's just the oh, thing we, is though, it's just it just. We, what are we doing here? We we had eight episodes of basically. You can't forget the goat Ray Stevenson though as well. Oh, Ray Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Cannot right. forget that. That was a great final role for him. And, yeah. Well, it was sad watching because right like role. he, you know, what I found out right before. <laughs> He, uh, he did the show or the show yeah, came out. I think so it was like then, a month before the show dropped. He yeah, so very unfortunate. Away. Yeah. Which, you know, he was one of the best parts, but, mm-hmm. you know. Too bad we... Well, I, I heard they're going to try to bring him back in like a uh, an animated form. Maybe like a uh, a younger yeah. version of him, like a Tales of the Jedi type thing. That'd be cool to see. I'd like to see his backstory because mm-hmm. that's a really good potential for a backstory. Yeah, me too. The thing is, though... Like what? It's this. It kind of seems like the thing with Star Wars. Like, you know, they always tease us with like things that are so interesting, and not necessarily just Star Wars. But this happens across a lot of other media and stuff. Why can't we just get the cool thing that they mention that happened before? Why can't we? Because you can't get, get instant gratification, Danny. But like, why? You know, <laughs> if you if you had this really cool backstory and nothing that in the present that you're currently showing us, why not just do the backstory? You know what I mean? Like, who wants a stupid um? Cursed Child or a uh, Harry Potter movie, or who who wants a reboot of the movies we already saw? Why aren't we working on the Marauders? Why aren't we wor- Why aren't we doing Ray Stevenson's backstory with Balin's Skull? There's a whole world, and they kind of go back to the same characters. Yes, there's that whole problem that every yeah. franchise has. Like Dave Filoni can't let go of his MC. <laughs> Just 
let her go. I know. So yeah, but the, you know, ultimately, Ahsoka. Like, I was very excited leading up to it. Got a little apathetic. Hayden Christensen came back. Uh, and then after that, it's it just kinda, like kinda, the, it remained at a constant. I'd say for the lo- final few episodes, it was like at the same yeah, level. It was just yeah. It, so it wasn't like awful, and but, it wasn't it wasn't great. Obviously, I'm just confused as to where the hell they're gonna go now because I don't know. Well, I told you Ahsoka, this is the last straw. I don't care yeah, anymore. <laughs> I know. What well, except. <laughs> I do though, because <laughs> this show brought it back for me. Like, oh, this is oh, a so lot going of stuff. into it, you were apathetic. I was apathetic, oh, and now okay, I'm okay. the opposite. I'm like, okay, it's got my attention again. Because we get what the acolyte this year. We get skeleton crew. We get another tales of the Jedi and <laughs> something else. I can't remember. Oh, bad batch season, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get like two good episodes in that. <laughs> uh, the like Twelve skeleton crew could be a wild card. I only because like that because John Watts is involved with that. So and you know, you know, I mean, like No Way Home was good. Um, he did all three of the movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, but those the Spider Man movies, like the MCU Spider Man movies, don't really feel like. <laughs> I get that because it's not your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. I get that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I get like you have to do big stories in in these movies. Yeah, but like. Spider Man just isn't in. He's just not that. You know, he's he's your friendly neighbor. You know, he's he's doing crime. Uh, he's doing crime. Level. He's doing all the crimes. <laughs> he, he's he's taking care of stuff down at the city level, and like we don't actually get to. See, we never got to see him do New York City stuff in those movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like he would definitely fit in with like you know him in a Daredevil storyline, which would be cool. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, but like this Ahsoka show, like I because it didn't give me anything. Other than just here's Hayden Christensen again, he's great, and I'm glad that he's getting the recognition he deserves. But that's not and enough. He wants to act again, which is also good. I would love so, to see him in other projects. Me too. <laughs> he he's got much more to offer than Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, so. he's just he's just that guy. Didn't he work on like a farm for like 20 years or something? I mean, yeah, he he went back home. <laughs> he just yeah. like you know, which probably he good didn't on like him. The limelight. But, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, he's so he humble. Knew what he wanted. Yeah, humble dude. Yes, but yeah, fair. so like you know, and the like. Uh, Sabine getting stabbed in the first episode. Oh, she survives though, because yeah. because uh, tell that to Qui Gon, and then yeah. uh, <laughs> I I was really hoping we got a Kanan, you know, reference, some kind of Kanan reference in the show. Oh, we didn't. I thought it was. I mean, we saw a with picture Jason... on Hera's like desk or whatever. I think it was like just like a cop uh, a cropped out picture of Freddie Prince Jr., which is hilarious. But oh, so he's like the live action. <laughs> well, he, well, he, well, he was. He played Kanan. Oh yeah, I know. It's so, like, but they're yeah. taking him. Like yeah, that'd be funny. cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jinx, you want me to kill? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Lars Mickelson, I think, did a good job portraying uh, Thrawn. Uh, he had he had a good air to him, obviously, but the writing just wasn't there for me. I mean, this is supposed to be the most like brutal tactician in the Star Wars and, universe. Yeah, and this is supposed to lead into Mandalorian season four slash movie, whatever the fuck they're gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, right. but Mandalorian kind of ended pretty well in season three for his story. Just Mando story. Just let his story be. Oh yeah, he's he's good. You got your use out out of him. Yeah, but is it really the Mandalorian then? I mean, what <laughs> I know that like it's it's technically just the race of a people, but like, come on, it like he is called Mando. I named my cat after that character. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was so cool. Yes. And then, you know, you so he isn't cool anymore. My, well, no, my cat is Mister Piss now because he <laughs> he pisses every fucking way. Like, he pissed on my bed. We got the new bed, and he pissed on it three times in like a week. 
Yeah, I did not. I hated him for a while. I don't know. It's it's up in the air with where Star Wars is going. We're not going to get the resolution to this for another like two or three years, probably. So, yeah. and the interesting parts that I was but kind I like, of on the hook for the actor is dead. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but they also are trying to widen the universe, like you know, with the Aqua is going to take place in a different timeline or different. Yeah, time, at least it's High so. Republic stuff. So, like, yeah. we'll see what they can do. <laughs> I'm hearing, I'm hearing that that. that or at least from Sean, and this is you know because Sean is he likes big blowy uppy things and not a lot of substance. So I'm not sure, but he says it's great High Republic stuff. So I don't know. All right. Well, I think we've uh, come to the end of our Ahsoka talk. Um, what do you what do you give this show quickly? Just like out of, out of hundred, what, what do you give this show? I give it a lukewarm sixty two. Oh my god! What? <laughs> yeah, man. It's just it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I was going to go like a 77, but like, geez, that's a little no, bitter, I, little bitter there, eh? I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to go counteract my phantom menacing in the past yeah, menacing. Where, <laughs> where I, uh, you know, overestimate, uh, like, but like, come on, like, I'm not yeah. going to go back to this. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't think it's overall amazing. It, it's, it's good. It's serviceable. Yeah. It's three stars, you know? I mean, that's where I put it as well. Yeah. It's probably like three, three and a half. So right, 68. I'll give it a 68. You don't need to change your answer. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so we are moving on to our next movie, which is. I like you. Talk to me. So. That's what I'm doing right now. <sighs> fuck. All right. <laughs> this movie, we, we saw the trailer come out for like what? Early summer. It was like, this looks interesting. But like, and then the whole A twenty four hand thing they did with the, like the logo that was cool. Yeah, uh, and it's like that kind of hurt. Like, ooh, like, all right, all right. It's all the fingers. Um, but yeah, these the YouTubers. Um, oh god, what's their name? I know one of them is called named Danny because that's yeah. my name, Danny. Yeah, Filippo. I forget what their YouTube channel is called. That's what I was trying to think of. But anyway, oh, Raka Raka, Raka Raka. These YouTubers, yeah, they made they literally made a movie, and yep. I good on them. being the. Great company they are slash were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we we'll see how that pans out later. We'll see but. how that pans out. But um, yeah, A24 with another banger. Uh, talk to me. Um, a great actress, Sophia Wilde, picking her to be the main character. She was fantastic in the movie. Yeah, apparently the whole cast is kind of like a who's who of like Australian soap opera people. Well, yeah, but then there's also like that girl from Lord of the Rings as well, uh, the mother. Yeah, uh, Aon. Aon, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in it. She was pretty good. She was a funny. She was fucking funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, if my <laughs> my friend's mom talked like this, like, holy shit. It, yeah. I would be over there every day. Yeah. I mean, so the story's about yeah. Um, this girl's mother died, and she found comfort in babysitting. I guess. Of uh, or she. Got a strange, like, you know... She's really weirdly strange. into, like, she, the, her friend's little brother. Her friend's little brother, yeah. Like, she found comfort in him, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she just kind of latched on to that kid. And, um. oh, God, there's that one scene that still sticks out in my mind with the kid just bashing his head against the wall. Yeah. Oh, God, that and was... And then he's like... It was also one of, are you talking about the one in the shower? Yeah. yeah and he's, like, smiling, like... Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that kid's a good... He's going places. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so I like, don't know if that was direction though, or if that was just a kid, because like it was either way. It was real good, really well done. Yeah. Um. Um. But the fact that like this movie was like as good as it was, considering its debut filmmakers, um, and they, they're from YouTube, so they're they're kind of homegrown. For a long time. They're um, you know, it's written well. It's like I think I gave it like a three point five on Letterboxd because well. it's it's good. 
It's not yeah. like revolutionary yeah, by any no. means, but you it's know, a great it's, debut. Yeah, great debut. Um, but yeah, Sophia Wilde's great. Um, well, the whole well, the whole premise is that yeah, the you know, seance, <laughs> the seance thing. So they have this um, mannequin hand where if you hold, uh, shake it. Uh, shake hands with you it. You can't have it on for more than ninety seconds. I'm pretty sure you can't like hold on to it for more than ninety seconds, right. or you can like communicate come for with you, them. or they'll they'll try to take your yeah. over your soul, which is standard kind of possession yeah. stuff. And um, but yeah, the reason I like that um, they looked at it as in the frame of a party drug, like this, like contacting the dead is like it's a fun activity to do at a party, which that's never really been done before, from what I can under- remember. Um, and they also gave her a good reason to go back because she can maybe talk to her mom that recently died. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gets a little muddled with like, you know, she she doesn't like her dad and then she kind of make amends with him, but then it's not me. And the, the ghosts make, make it look like it's like, it's not him. And she, she kills him. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a, it's kind of weird thing going on there, but um, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's very good for kids just considering, you know, where it came from. <laughs> It's got like it seems like it was kind of like I don't know directly influenced by Smile or that's just the way horror is trending oh, right now. It yeah. had it kind of reminded me a little bit of that movie, yeah, um, in certain aspects of it. I do say that I mean maybe it's the A twenty four effect, but this one definitely felt like it had more prestige going in. I thought Smile was going to be well, yeah, another. It like, won a lot of festivals. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it came out in 2022. Technically, uh, that's when it debuted. Uh, okay, so like, okay. if you look at Letterboxd, it's a 2022 and not 2023, which is kind of oh, funny. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Ron was actually telling me that he was having trouble, like, because um, he sees stuff at festivals. Yeah. So he's like, should I put this in my list of the 20, you know, like the current year, or is it because it's technically last year? What do we do? Well, now you know. Yeah, now you know. Um, yeah, like, so talk to me. Very, very good. I'm very interested to see what these guys do next. There is a prequel already shot, apparently. That's what they, they said in interviews, and it was it had to do with that opening scene at that party. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Docket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was his name Docket or something? I, I don't remember. But like, Docka, Docka. Something to do with that. So maybe that's the prequel. Who knows? Or Ducket. I think his name's Docket. I'm not sure if that's an Australian name. It's just. I'm just like, what? But yeah, the way they shot that was really brutal. I didn't know he survived. Like that was. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also, um, I do got to highlight uh the the I guess the the two like troublemaker friends um that were kind of getting so or. Uh, What's her name? I think her name's Lily in the movie or something. Um, the main girl. They're getting her yeah. into it. I really liked them, especially the girl. Oh yeah, they were cool. She was like, they you were know, really like cool. fuck you want, you know, like like so like it just felt so real as Natural. like like teenager. Like yeah. that's that's it. Or you like know? you know in college, it, it felt like yeah, that. it felt yeah. real like real people. And that's that's, that's just the great. You know? Better thing about it. So, but yeah, very good. Uh, good movie. I lots I of I weird sucking like toes a- scene. <laughs> Oh, you remember that I scene? I forgot about yeah. that until yeah. you just brought that Dude, up. Dude, her, her whole his whole foot was in her mouth. <laughs> well, besides that scene, I give it a solid eighty-four. That was a, it. Was a really good debut. Yeah. Um, yeah what do you? Yeah, I agree with eighty-four. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, fuck why it. not? All right. Now to the exact opposite end of the spectrum with horror movies. Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, <laughs> zero <sorry>. hard zero. <laughs> oh my god, this movie sucks. This movie, Josh Hutchison, I like him as an actor, but all the reviews going into this movie said this movie does the lore proud. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know the lore. Am I gonna like the movie? The answer is no. I get yeah. <laughs> 
it's it's accurate to parts of the lore. Yeah, because Sep was a big into it, right? Yeah, apparently, like she made me watch these like two hour long, three hour long Wendigoon or Wendigoon videos. I'm not sure if you know who he is. I do not. He's this I guy. He, he, he does. <laughs> he does these like fucking so. five hour long videos explaining like iceberg videos. You know, really get really in depth and really informative and stuff. But I watched this one all about the Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, you know timeline and it's very interesting and the way the games do it they make it like it's actually more fun to just play the games in order Mm -hmm. because it's all over the place and you can like discover clues and like kind of piece everything together um so a lot of that is in the like i don't know she said sep says it's more like book lore and i guess book lore and video game lore are different so I, I don't know. Yeah, bro, it's I like, don't know the video games. So like, I guess it's so they get to the same points. Like um, spoilers, but uh, Matthew Lillard, William Ath, I think Ath, William Afton, Ath, Afton he uh, does turn into um, Springtrap, uh, and he gets kind of caught by the 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 springs in like the wearing the suit and everything. He'll be back. <laughs> That's his thing, though. <sighs> But uh, <laughs> it happens in a very different way, in more, in a way better way in oh. in the games. But okay. that's just backstory. So this would have been a great opportunity to actually see that happen, and they just didn't, which is very unfortunate. So, well, um, that's what I'm saying. If they do do a sequel to this movie, it should be a prequel. Yeah, they have to. Uh, no, I'd love to see like the original murders of the kids, and or like you know, because like, you don't know anything of probably what the bite of '87 is or bite of '82 or something. Not really, no. There's two bites. I know that. Okay, but like. It's, it's a whole tragic backstory with his family and everything. You just don't get that, you know? And, like, I don't remember... No, because none of his daughter... Like, he has three kids, and none of them survive. And so the police... They just re, re, uh, pointlessly changed the, to have this police officer be his daughter. Okay. I don't know why. Well... But the actual story with Josh Hutchinson, what the did, fuck is going I, on with that? His brother went missing, and there's these flashbacks, and I'm just like, right. I don't care... So, what, why am I supposed to care? He can't sleep. I think it's an interesting thing where like he wants to yeah. train his subconscious to remember details. That, yes. That's an interesting in, but like the reason that it, the way that it relates to the rest of the story with like the animatronic robots, the, so you find out that like Afton kidnapped his brother in the middle of a campsite, miles and miles away from the restaurant where mm-hmm. he killed the other five kids. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would he just? Why would he go to this campsite, kidnap this random kid? <laughs> like, there's no, like there's no pattern to it. So like that's stupid. Well, I mean, maybe that's the point. There's no pattern to it. Maybe there isn't supposed to be a pattern to it. Well, there's a pattern. He killed the other five kids in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they were just there. Yeah, maybe he saw the kid when he was at the restaurant, and they followed maybe, him. Maybe he's like, oh, that's I, a good one. I'm gonna, I don't kill know. him. Uh, it's, <laughs> Maybe. it's very vague it's very vague very they muddy. just don't explain it and yeah. the whole uh, I think Josh Hutcherson's old enough to be a dad right so I thought it was weird Not, like a, a very young dad but yeah I mean you know. he's in his early 30s I think now so yeah he could you know I think he could pass for you know I just thought it was weird that we're just seeing like this super older brother you know, and it's like, and they don't go into like the, what I, w- if I was like a screenwriter, I, they wouldn't go, they didn't go into like the points where I thought I would, I would hit on where like, okay, so it was just Josh Hutcherson and his little brother at the campsite. Yeah. Then little brother goes missing. Mm. Right. And then now he's got a little sister. Wouldn't there be some sort of like, you know, 
negative feeling attached with this little girl is like I'm just sort of the replacement kid. Yeah. Like, wouldn't she have some sort of like messed up thing with that? Yeah. I would go into more of that and relate that to how how she feels more lonely with, and she relates to these these kids in uh, that are in the animatronics, or, okay. you know, and then. The, also, the tones went way back and forth, way too much. Something See, am I supposed to take this seriously? Or I not? really only watched like the first half of the movie. I did watch the full movie, but I think I fell asleep on it, and I did not want to go back to it. So yeah, I was no, like, "Good on you, man." Yeah, it's, all right. it doesn't get much better. Yeah, I figured as much. Although Matthew Lillard does do the knife cleaning thing from Scream, oh, I thought that was a really cool Easter egg. That's 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 cool. Damn. <laughs> well, I can just find that online. So, yeah. um, yeah, ultimately, like, I don't. Th- th- it's just like, who made this Blumhouse? Uh, I think it was Blumhouse. Um, well, Peacock obviously uh, released it. Um, yeah, that sounds like Blumhouse because they did that with the Halloween movies too. Yeah, I gotta go to Letterboxd to find out what company did it. Hold on. Either way, <laughs> like it's just it's just the sign of just like it, it, it. Just stop trying to make a franchise before you have a good movie. You know? Yeah. Like this one's gonna break the video game movie curse. Super Mario Brothers already kind of did that, even yeah, though it Blum- wasn't great. But Blumhouse, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, <sighs> Yeah, no, it's just kind of unfortunate. Anyway, Five Nights at Freddy's, that one is going to get like a 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good mellow 50 for me. Like, it's worse than Ahsoka. I'll give it, I'll give Ahsoka that one. <laughs> so, yeah, we're about halfway through our list right now of stuff. So, I think the first half of the year's movies were definitely a lot better than the second halves, yeah. personally. Um, I mean, yeah, and, you'll you'll see from my top ten. But funny part is the second part of that had Oppenheimer and Barbie. Though that was still the second half of the year, which is like, mm, damn, <laughs> two great movies. Yeah. But still, the first half I think was a little better edge wise. Moving on, uh, we're gonna go to the creator. Um, so the creator, <coughs> I I really wanted to see this movie because Gareth Edwards and Rogue One. Oh my god, he did such a great job with that movie. Yeah, and this looked like it had kind of the style. But it didn't have as much of a budget as Rogue One, yeah. And he still made it work. It's like dude, this movie looked amazing. Yeah, like for like the budget, it was like what? Well, they shot million, it. I think they shot it with a, a DSLR. <laughs> you can get it for dude, four thousand bucks, which crazy. is crazy. I know it sounds like a lot. That's very cheap for a camera. Uh huh. <laughs> a, st- a cinema camera? Are you kidding like me? Like what we use, like what, like a thousand, nine hundred thousand dollar cameras? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's four thousand dollar camera for a. Big blockbuster movie like this, yeah. man. Um, the story, on the other hand, it's you know, the typical thing that's been going on that you talk about all the time. It's like, <laughs> oh, grizzly old man has to <laughs> help this young child get to wherever she's going. I was going to do a bit where I'm like, <laughs> oh, my favorite part was when um, Joel saved Ellie from the cannibals. Oh, wait, that was... But, oh, wait, my other favorite part was when... Um, <laughs> when uh, he handed Grogu over to Luke Skywalker. Yep. Oh, so such a good good movie. This is the same it's this, fucking it's, movie. It's the big thing right now. It's it's always Pedro range. Pascal though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, except for this one. Yeah. But, <laughs> but John Dave Washington did a great job in this movie yeah, with what yeah. he was given. Was um, good. Gemma Chan played the uh, like the girlfriend wife, wife lady. Yeah, the girlfriend wife lady. And then <laughs> the kid with Alfie. She was really good too. Like yeah. Overall, yeah. like kid actor, yep, yeah, good enough, pretty good yeah. kid actor, I'd say. Um, but yeah, the story is just 
Yeah, like oh, it was just wrote. I just saw it. I'm just like they're gonna go here, and then they're gonna go here. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's a very predictable story. The end, I don't think was as predictable because like they actually went up and blew up the the space station. Yeah, that was cool. I guess. I saw him sacrificing himself. Yeah, yeah. uh, That was pretty obvious. Like, oh no. (laughs) I do like the uh, the what what they called it. Is it Guardian? The 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 thing in the air. I I don't remember what it was called exactly, but that thing was really cool. I don't know exactly what it did. Was really cool. Yeah, (laughs) it could have been right out of Star Wars. Yeah, this is really like the lights on the water and stuff. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, a lot like I guess the cinematography and the the design of the of the movie. Same guy as Rogue One, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it did have very Rogue One feel. Um. But yeah, it's just, you know, nothing new and, you know, but I, the it's thing that groundbreaking. The thing that scares me though is that uh, you know, for years and de- you know, decades, it was always like AI is bad. And it still scares you. So, yeah. Yeah, AI scares the shit out of me. It's the scariest <laughs> thing like cuz it's so close to reality, mm-hmm. you know? But for years, it was like AI is the worst thing ever to humanity. We shouldn't open open that Pandora's box. It's bad. Um, but now it's like, well, not all AI is bad. <laughs> like, don't don't do that, guys. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Like, I know these TikTok covers are fun, but come on, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. scary. I don't care if it enhances your art. It's bad. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a crazy thing, and it's a fickle thing at that. Yeah. So you you don't know which way it could go. Um, but yeah, the creator overall, it's, it's a basic movie. There's not too, too much. There's depth, yes, for sure. But on my rewatch of it, I only got about halfway through because I just haven't had time. Yeah. And I already remember the second half. So, like, it's. I saw it in theaters. I, I think <laughs> the one thing it has going for it is the cinematography yeah. and the way it was shot. It was very well done, well directed. Yeah. And. Yeah, technical aspects, I think, are really good. Yeah, I think that's really what it's that. got going for it. Yeah. Um, and because of that, it's, it's a solid, like, 79. Mm. Just like, below an eighty. I'm gonna go with seventy five. I thought it was a little too long. Because remember remember when, when I watched as long it. As Rogue One. When I watched it, yeah. um I told Mike, Hey, I'll be over in like a half hour. This movie's about to Dude, wrap up. You're... And then I'm like, it went on for another hour and a half. I'm like, what the fuck? It was and then I and then I wanted to get a burger because I was so hungry because the movie's so long. And, and then, then like, Mike you get, was just like that one was like, I'm it's like this you. guy told me <laughs> two hours ago. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. All yeah, right. so, um, but yeah. All right. 75. 75. All right. Two more. We got, which one do we want to talk about first? I right. don't know which one is on. Let's talk the about the killer first. Focus tool keeps the inner voice from wandering. The killer. Okay. So, Fincher. Great. So, we know it's already going to be good writing and twists. So, mm. wasn't much of a twist in this movie, though. That's the problem. Like, there wasn't a huge twist like there usually yeah, is. Yeah, no, it's just kind of very straightforward. Um, yeah. But the way the whole like first twenty minutes is just monologue and it's just yeah. voiceover. I'm just like, this is a very interesting take for Vinjo. I was like, I almost wanted to shut it off. I'm like, I what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember certain parts of it. There's like the motorcycle scene, which was all CGI apparently. Didn't know that because it looked so well done. The motorcycle scene? Yeah, where he's just driving through the streets of Paris. And oh, yeah, yeah. Literally all CGI. The thing I remember most about is like uh, 
he he has like his routine when he's setting up for the for, for yeah, the doing a little the yoga there yeah too. he's doing his whole thing he's listening to the smiths all the time gotta, gotta stay loose gotta yeah. loosey goosey uh, he ate so many pastries hey, <laughs> insane hey, amount man. i mean yeah. when, when you're in paris you gotta Damn. Um, and then i remember the the apartment fight scene and the that tilt- fight scene yeah. was really well yeah. done and oh, then yeah. the um the, the how he killed i guess his handler or whatever Remember that scene where he mm-hmm. puts like a, yep. a nail gun in his heart, mm-hmm. but like he bleeds out and he's like, you got to, it was like, if you want to like get it, get to the phone, you got to, you know, his hands are tied to the chair. He's like, you know, like, to what like, the fuck Jesus. Is, that's some torture right there. Yeah. Uh, the very beginning of the movie as well, um, with, you know, him looking out the window and just trying to like find targets or whatever the hell it was. Um, that was all. Like out on location too. That wasn't like a soundstage or anything. Oh. There was a model soundstage they used for a few scenes, but that was all on location. It's like it doesn't look like it, but it was, which is kind of cool. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was a very competent movie. Can't go wrong with Fincher because it's like you know it's Fincher. Um, and I think on a meta, I think it's more enjoyable when you look at it as like a meta sense where like, this is how Fincher's brain kind of operates where mm-hmm. he's very technical, very precise and he needs everything right. Kind of like Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole, the whole irony of the movie is that like nothing goes to plan. <laughs> like, something goes wrong every single chapter. Yeah. Um, he's not perfect, which is another great thing. Yeah. He's not perfect. Just like yeah. edge of tomorrow, Tom Cruise. Perfect. Yeah, because he learns it. Yep. Yeah. Um, the only thing is that I think they just kind of missed screenwriting 101, where it's like, I didn't care about the guy. I'm like, why should I care about Yeah, because they didn't man? really go into like that backstory, uh, the very end of the movie stuff, like with his wife. They really. Yeah, you, you got like to hit more on that. It's like, I just. But there I was no stakes. There's no need to really introduce her, I guess. Yeah, it was more just like, oh, I missed my shot, my life's in danger, and now when he gets home, his wife got beat up, but she's not dead. It's just kind of like these guys are, you know, say, hey, we know where you live, and we're going to beat you up if you don't do something. <laughs> hey, kid. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So, and then anti- really anticlimactic. Yep, that yeah. was the other thing Cameron was saying. It's like, very Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to. Okay, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what's it called? Uh, I do... The, I do like the Tilda Swinton thing. Um, yeah, I thought she was going to be a bigger part of the movie. She was, the, yeah, no, she's just the yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I was, I, how do I explain this? I saw it. I saw what could have happened, and then he put a stop to it. You know what I mean? So like, you know, you ever you ever get that that you always get that scene where it's like I'm marching you to my death, and then she yeah. you know she convinces the the person with the gun like. To get a little closer, you know, stuff like that. And then I like that finally this guy's just smart enough to be like, fuck you, and kills her. Because she had, what'd she have? She had something in her hand, and they don't even show a close-up of it. They just, like, they show her getting shot, and then she has, like, this thing in her hand mm-hmm. like that he was, she was going to stab him with. And I'm like, don't have to explain it. And I was like, I got it. I'm glad he, Fincher trusts, you know, he trusts his audience. He, to, he knows his audience. Yeah. So that was cool. That was, that was like, the one part I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Um... But yeah, you know, I didn't. I'm not gonna watch it again. I'm not either. It's okay. I, I, it's one of the Finch movies I'm not gonna watch again for sure. Um, no Zodiac. That I could watch that Zodiac's every day. Great. It's also no Seven or no um, oh, Seven is great, but like I once <laughs> like you know once a year. You know that movie's so horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Even the um, dildo scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. This movie's gonna get probably just for 
Oh, probably about the same as Creator seventy nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in about the same boat as that. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with seventy five then. Oh wow, yeah. copycat. <laughs> All right, um, moving on to our final movie before our top ten. Godzilla minus one. Ooh. Yeah. This movie, I didn't even want to see it because I was like, I don't care about yep. Godzilla that much. But then they got so much buzz around it. I was like, and then, you know, Joe's a big Godzilla guy. And then, like, a lot <laughs> of people at work are, like, big Godzilla people. I'm just like, oh my God, are you guys, really? You're going to see it in theaters? And then all the stuff started coming out about like, a $15 million budget. I'm just like, yep. that's $15 million. Yeah. Shit. It puts every <laughs> Hollywood movie to shame. It's crazy. Like, yeah, sure, some of it's like campy and doesn't look great, but like yeah. most of it is just like <laughs> But like yeah. So you have fifteen million like so this movie made fifteen million dollars. I think it was one of the more well written movies. Um and a great it story. looked it looked really good. The acting was really good. Um and then you look at something like Ant Man and the Wasp, which is <laughs> two hundred and fifty million. More than ten times that amount, and they made it look like ball sack. So, yeah. where's the money going, guys? Where's the time going? It's not going into the product. I'll tell you that much. So, yeah. So good on them for. Or is it Toho? Do they do that or no? Not Toho, but uh, that's an animation studio. I don't, I don't know. know. They, uh, but yeah, like they, uh, they love and care in the movie, and um, they they root it in. Uh, an unlikely hero. You know, he's a kamikaze pilot who's yeah. a coward. Yep. So he's got a flaw. Yep. You know, he has a flaw, and then he finds you know mini Godzilla on the island. And, and then, he's like, I let all those guys die because yep. I'm a pussy. Yeah. Then he goes back home, and you know, finds, I guess, a wife. You want to say? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. A wife who <laughs> kind of like I'm hungry. Girl I'm who stole here. a baby, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like all right. But then he grows to care for, and then Godzilla comes to the city again. Yep. And it's just, well, th- the way she dies was like, yeah, holy shit. Dude, <laughs> like, I was shitting my pants when, like, uh, it, like, cause, or when he, like, does, like, this, like, blue, the blue light or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't seen too many other, I mean, I haven't seen any Japanese Godzilla movies, other, you know, I've only seen American ones. Is this is it the same where like as he's like going glowing up with you know does his like spikes pop out? I don't know if that's necessarily true, but like it was a good effect for this movie. Yeah. If it isn't, I, I thought don't that know was that. so cool. It's like what the f-? he's like literally charging up it's like, and then damn and the, like his the sound effect. I know it's they're just using the old one. They're just enhancing it and stuff, mm-hmm. but it sounded so I guess like crisp. It just like it, it, like spine tingling the way yeah, they did it. Like, it was just because I saw it in that theater. Sinking feeling. It's like, yeah, I'm just like that, that's the good. That's the good sound. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I would change, and I think everybody would change this, is don't bring the wife back at the end. That yeah. Was, that was stupid and I unbelievable. Mean, sure, it was good. That it's like, oh my god, you're alive, and he gets to see her, which is yeah. great and all, but like. I think, yeah, you're right. It would have been better if she was just, you know, just dead, dead. Yeah. This is the way that, like, because everybody else gets fucking wiped out. It's literally a nuke. Like, I don't, I'm, I was surprised he survived. Like, honestly, <laughs> he, he was hiding behind a building. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh, love the scientist guy. Mm. Uh, loved him. And then, you know, just their whole, like, band of brothers or whatever, you know, they're, they're and, like, it, it added, like, a new aspect to, like, post war, post World War II. Like, 
oh yeah, like they do have to go clean up the waters with those mines. <laughs> that, that's didn't that's think a job. About it. It's a job. Yeah. Yep. That's a job. It's just really, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, very well, very well done. I, you just don't get movies like this anymore, you know. Especially and then, for fifteen million dollars, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, sure, some lower budget movies are like that, but like, this didn't look low budget. Yeah, no, my god, yeah. had a big feel to it, big stakes. Oh, well done, well the, done. The, also, the way they tried to defeat uh, Godzilla, I thought was interesting because it's like it's not just like. Blow him up. <laughs> it's like, well, it is blow him up at the end. But, Biggie, big blowy epi. Yeah. But it's like we're gonna like use science um to mess with his with his cells and give him the bends, basically. Yep. <laughs> that was a really weird I, it's gonna sink him. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then whoo, yeah. it's like you know, okay, I guess that could work. <laughs> yeah. I mean it would kill definitely kill us, but you know. Yeah, we wouldn't even get like a quarter of the way down and we'd be dead. <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, yeah, very good movie. Yeah, this is a solid 88 for me, I think. Yeah. Really well done, just... I'm agree with you, 88. How original are you not going to be? Today? What? <laughs> what? Am I just picking well, up my numbers? I'll, my top 10 will probably be very different from yours, so... Yeah, I'm going to say that, too. Um, <laughs> we, we both go in full circle. We're just like, we have the same list. We're like, I want to be different be this year. <laughs> crazy. Um, I already told Cameron my list, because Cameron was originally supposed to be on this podcast with us, but... Uh, Time just got away from him. Scheduling, so, and yeah. Um, it's yeah. A bitch. All right. Time to get in the top 10. Right, uh, one second. I'm going to pull out my thing. He's got to pull it out. Okay, I'm ready. All right. All right. So, do you want to start with your number 10 pick? Yes, I do. All right. Because it'll be easy. <laughs> okay. Because it's one of the ones we already talked about, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Godzilla minus one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I can't, you know, it, it's. I mean, I think well, I gave it four stars and I hearted it because that means I like it. Um, yeah, we don't get movies like it, you know. And I'm just, I'm just glad that I saw something that I am actually happy that came from somewhere else that I really enjoyed. Yeah, you know. So, all right, fair point. My number ten. Mm, so because all right, so I'm gonna say two for my number 10 because I don't know which one to pick just because I saw one of them today. <laughs> so, okay. uh, number 10 is we build a around just him. My original pick was Air. That was my number 10 okay. movie of the year. Really well done movie. You know, I love Jason Bateman. I love like everything he's in. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Matt Damon, this is also really well Ben Affleck knows what he's doing when he directs most of the time and is a good really well written story and I think it's got a shot at best uh, screenplay this year really okay Mm -hmm. I think it's got a shot I don't think it'll get nominated but I think it's got a shot I mean looking at the other movies because like um not a lot of well there's actually you know I think it might just barely get booted out I think so too and my other number 10 your job is to wrestle Live up to that deal, or we are through. The Iron Claw. Uh, oh yeah, are we doing honorable mentions or? <laughs> if you want to, you can. But like okay. that'll be my honorable mention, I guess yeah. for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Iron Claw. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, so the I, Iron I, Claw. I can't put that on yet. Brotherly love at its best, and everyone does such a great job acting. Well directed. Yeah. Well, Jeremy Allen White's in it too. Oh right? my God, he's so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Him and Zach Zach Avron's best 
dramatic role for right. sure, by awesome. far. My goodness. And Lily James, forget it. She's great. <laughs> okay. I love awesome. Lily. I love Lily James. Um, yeah. yeah, she's pretty good. All right. And what she's are, around. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Uh, mention? I just got a couple. All right. Um, ones that we haven't mentioned. Barbie. It didn't make your top ten. No, it didn't. Um, okay. it's like probably twelve. Okay. You know, uh, Barbie. You know, because it's it's part of Bar- Barbenheimer. It's a revolutionary movie. Um, other than the fact that it's a little heavy handed when it comes to its messaging. Yeah, I thought there was a pretty ironically there's a pretty interesting underlying like subtle commentary uh, regarding men in the world and how like um or maybe just people in general but like you know how ken's story is all about like um i i have nothing <laughs> then he takes over the world yep. uh, and the patriarchy and stuff and blah 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 but then he comes back to the center and he realizes hey like you know i have self-worth and i think that's a good message not a, it is it's subtle it's not like it's hammered home as the other the other message mm-hmm. which i think is done a little more less tactfully but i like yeah. the other one better yeah um and then also still uh, a Michael J. Fox movie. Oh, it's I a documentary. I still haven't gotten to it. Yeah, I think I mentioned it at the top five uh, in the in the middle of the year. I think so. Uh, very, just you know, I, I understand a whole new aspect of Michael J. Fox that I didn't know before, and it's also not just you know, it's not he's not just the Parkinson's guy, you know, he's he's like Michael J. Fox, <clears throat> and that's just like a little aspect he has to deal with towards the end. It's not it's not exactly letting you know one. It's not getting him down. Obviously, I hope I hope that would never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's looking back at his career, looking back at, um, you know, how he felt during those times and the, obviously the onset of the Parkinson's and what he's doing now and setting up a good message for just all sick people, you know, yeah. don't let it get you. It's a very heartwarming uh, documentary and it's quick you know, yeah. hour, hour and a half, I think. Yeah. I, you have any others? Uh, no hard feelings. All right. I have three other honorable mentions before we go to number nine. So I have um, No Hard Feelings as well. It's one of them. Yep. Um, uh, shit, where is it? Socks. Socks. Saw X was really I'm good. Actually it surprised, surprised me, right? Yeah. And uh, The Holdovers. I haven't seen that one. It's good. It's really heartwarming Christmas time movie. It, it, it's uh-huh. well done. Paul Giamatti should get a nod, but I don't think he will. Okay. Alexander um, Payne kind of burned me when I saw... Uh, Downsizing. <laughs> I, I think awful. you should give it a shot. I mean, it's yeah. I, I think you should give it a shot. It's good. All right. All cool. right. Number nine, Danny. Um, I'm in a toss up at the moment. Ooh. Um, I think I'm gonna put past lives. Uh, there. Uh, Cameron recommended it. It's a uh, it's a movie about. It's a romance, right? Yeah, romance movie. Uh, this girl from Korea. Has a kind of a schoolgirl crush on another guy. Uh, she leaves to go to America. You know, has a whole other life, and then twelve years later, she reconnects with him on Facebook, and they hit it off. But then they realize that they're not at the exact right points in their life to meet each other. Like she's she's writing um, books, and she's got like this scholarship or whatever. He's he's in school. He can't make the money to go out to see her. Blah blah blah. So they don't end up doing anything, and then another twelve years goes by. And then she's married. He's got a girlfriend, but not really committed. And then he finally can make it out. And it's just kind of like reconciling all of those feelings. And I love that, like... So it's like how I met your mother with Ted and Robin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Only, you know, the the spouse is still in the picture. Yeah. Um, 
And I like that they, they make that guy. It's not just he's, oh, he's the husband. It's not, it's not just that. He, he's probably the most, I mean, obviously, I'm a white guy. You know, you know what I mean? You know, it's like I'm in, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Um, so I can very, put, very much put myself in that guy's shoes. Mm. And he's obviously the most relatable character for me. My number nine's easy. Godzilla minus one. Yeah. Number Godzilla minus one. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put Scream Six here. Ooh. It would be higher, but considering well, everything that's happening, happening the last few like month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a what a way to go out though. What like, a fall from grace. <laughs> like oh it's the God. highest grossing in the entire franchise, and then it falls apart. Again, fuck politics. Loses the first two main actresses and yeah. then the director. Yeah. I saw. I mean, I saw Jenna Ortega coming. But Melissa Barrera, like, dude, they fucked up. And then now the director's gone. Uh, they screwed Nev Campbell out of the last one. So, you know, it's not Scream 6. I don't want it to happen. At, or Scream 7. I don't want it to happen now. I don't think it'll happen for another year at this point. But make, like, make a reboot or like, or do something in the same vein or like, you know, I like Ghostface. You can still use that concept. Yeah. Uh, but Scream 6, uh, very, very good. Like back New to York basics, City. you know, New York City. Um, you have three killers this time. Spoiler alert. Um, and uh, it is, you know, in some ways, it's a lot like Scream Two, and they didn't exactly just just kind of following the steps of what came before. But I don't. They just do it very well. Like I love all the characters here. I was really rooting for um, what's her name? What's a Chad and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's her? What's Jenna yeah, Ortega's? I don't remember her name. Yeah, but I really like them. But I like, didn't. He should be dead. He should be dead. He should be dead. Like no, no person can survive. What? Like fucking twelve stabs Dude, he got to the stabbed abdomen. So many times. Yeah. No, he's fucking dead. Dude. Dead. The opening, revolutionary opening for this Dude, franchise. That was such a good opening. Yeah. Like you, you're because like, I'm thinking. Oh, are they, too? are they gonna do this from the killer's perspective? Like that'd mm -hmm. be so cool. They don't, of course, but, you know, that's just, like, it's really cool to have, like, two competing teams of Ghostface, you know, yeah. like, you're like, fuck you, I'm better, you know, and I like that little aspect, mm -hmm. and so it's, it's really cool. Fun stuff. Yeah. Mind number eight, Bo is Afraid. I am so sore. Oh, um, so, the old, I did not like it after the first time I saw this movie. Uh, not that I didn't like it, I was like, all right, this is kind of in the same vein as Midsummer. Mm -hmm. Then I watched it again, and I'm just like... I'm thinking about it more as I watch it. I'm just like, shit, this is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> like the spider scene is just so well done. Yeah. Like great um, symbolism. Just like it's planted in the idea in your mind very early on. And then it just comes back around like a little bit later. Um, and God, Ari Aston must hate his mother. Yeah, no, like I swear to God. Issues, dude. It's just <laughs> the, well, the, every movie. Yeah. Every movie. He's got something going on. Apparently, he's had this Bo's Afraid idea since before Hereditary. So, like, this yeah. has been like a ten-year. Yeah, he journey. did a short film, yeah. sort of about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing about this movie is, like, I, 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 I wrote this review right when I first saw it, and I stand by it. I don't even know what I watched because I genuinely don't know what I watched. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the 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 paint bucket scene, dude. Still that gets was me. some of the. That was great. <laughs> Dude, she's like, oh my God, what are you Amy doing? Ryan killed yeah, it. Oh my like God. A, um, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Yeah. It's like, he was like, oh, you're, he's like a Midwestern dad. He was, yeah. he was a good little guy. This um, is, it's just such a nightmare world that he can just make. It's just, just 
amazing. It'll be relatively normal, and then something so outlandish and crazy, but just barely in the realm of possibility. I mean, his dad's a real dick, so... <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's the number one review on Letterboxd because <laughs> I, I definitely like that one. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, and Just, the, the whole trial at the end. Like, I I had a sinking feeling the first time watching that his mom wasn't dead. I had a yeah, sinking suspicion. I was like, oh, he's going oh, through all this because like, of nothing. Oh my God. And then the very end where it's just like he's on trial in the middle of this, like, Oh my god! It was just, yeah, just anxiety-inducing. It's like, yeah. and then the musical in the middle is like, <laughs> all right, number seven. Uh, uh, John Wick. I'm going to need a gun. Chapter John four. Wick, chapter four. That is also a honorable mention for me. That did yeah. not make my top ten. I just love the John Wick movies. I, I really have nothing to it. It's just this, I want them. To, if this is the last one, stunt I think it's, category. Yeah, stunt. Category. Yep. <laughs> or like some sort of honorary <laughs> honorary God. award for it. You know, that'd be because uh, they deserve it. I mean, because like that's that's that, what these movies were yeah, built on. That and cinematography, honestly. Yeah, like, dude. It, and like all the neon colors, uh -huh. they really made it so interesting. And I like that they tied up the the story yeah. with you know in the you know Donnie Yen always playing a blind assassin guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Although I watched thing, a though. third of the movie Saltburn today. I, I hear that movie's insane. Is it insane? I. <laughs> it's got the guy from uh, Euphoria. Yeah, it's Jacob Lordy and Barry Keoghan. But um, it's uh, interesting. But I think that one's got a good shot of cinematography as well. Like, okay. it's beautiful. Um, it seemed like one of those kind of like. It's a weird movies. fucking movie. Just don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not my kind of thing. No, it's not. Um, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, John Wick. Uh, John Wick. <laughs> if you have anything else. I mean, it's, it's just another one, but <laughs> I just really like it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, really, you know, that was probably like my guilty pleasure one where I was just like, I got it included. Until you know? the last scene. The la What's the last scene? It just scene? doesn't look good. It's oh, I, just, I went back. I still don't see what you guys are talking oh about with the God. green screen. You're talking about the horizon? <laughs> yes. Thing? I don't see it. I think it looks fine. It looks like... I'll have it to, just looks flat. Uh, dude, I saw it in 4K. <laughs> it looked flat. Maybe they fixed it in the Blu-ray because I, I genuinely don't remember seeing it. I'll have to watch it. I haven't watched it since the theaters either, so... <laughs> All right. I number seven. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. So you make plans that fail. No. He also plays the loot. Not relevant. Okay, such, I'm gonna have to debate you on this one. It's just such a fun movie. You know, you already know my number one, and you know I like fun movies. So like, yeah, it's a fun movie. It, oh, just so well done. And I really hope they get a sequel, but I know they won't because it didn't make the it money. Didn't do well, yeah. <sighs> I mean, Hugh Grant was hilarious. <laughs> um... Chris Pine was great. Michelle Rodriguez was good. Um, just the whole cast seems like they had a fun time making it and yeah, like when making that it D and D. So I mean, yeah. it's just just hold on. I like um, one of the things that I can say that I liked about it because it, it just felt it felt to me like just I, I know what this movie is. Hugh Grant's obviously the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> the the witch. I don't. I, did, were they even trying to sell us on the witch being like on their team? Like. I don't know. I didn't get like dude, I don't she's think so it, evil. I think it was obvious it was supposed to be obvious like that. <laughs> yeah. Um Well that and I also like um uh John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Right. Game night. So I really like them. They they yeah. gotta keep kind of chugging along. They'll find something that'll be a yeah. huge hit one day. Um Yeah, but the uh I did like a lot of the jokes. Those were really good. 
Um, I wish they didn't give away that the the probably the best one where it's like you can ask him five questions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And it, like, I forgot how exactly, but like, you know, he, was, they asked him a bunch of bullshit questions. He goes so to sleep. Funny. He's like, fuck. And then they do it over and over and over again. Yep. Yeah, that's great. But, uh, okay. So what are we on? Six? Six. Um, my six is, ironically. It's the sound of snow falling. The Hunger Games, the ballad of the songbirds and snakes. I have heard that this movie is actually really good, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. I got a Russian version on Plex. <laughs> That's how I watched it. A Russian version? Well, it's a, a Russian guy. It's 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 filmed in the theater with with um or no, it's it's no, it's got I'm gonna repeat. It's so got, AKA I'm not gonna watch it. No, no, it's 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 qual it's high quality. It's just the audio is like a little muffled because they recorded it in the theater with but there's no audience sound or anything. Um and then at this random part there's there's like this Russian like infomercial happening. It was like, but it's no, nobody's talking or anything. It's probably just like, download my videos over here. No, thank you. Whatever. Fuck it. It's a good movie, though. It's really, it's like dark. It's really, it's really dark. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's, it's not like this kitty YA, you know, novel that you're, that you're, you know, you're like, oh, Katniss is going to win, come out on top in the end. And it's, it's so nuanced. Like you have, you have like, it's going, going through like this war. Like I, the whole movie starts with like they have the Hunger Games, but it's purely like, um, you know, for like necessity. It's not it's not advertised, not shown to anybody. It's just they put them in a room, they all battle them out, and then they call it a day. But this is this movie is all about the origin of like making it a show, making it like a big a big thing that everybody rallies around in the Capitol, and it's a whole you know, a coliseum type thing. Yeah. Um, but then you realize like there's certain aspects where like they just got out of this war and then the, the people who are in charge of with their tributes, which I guess is more or less the Haymitch role. That's what snow who's snow found finds himself being kind of uh, prepping, uh, Lucy Baird, um, whatever her name is, Rachel Zegler. Um, she's, she's one of the warriors, uh, prepping her and stuff. And she's, and, and it's they they're both they're both in bad positions you know what i mean she's obviously in a cage with a bunch of other people and like they're starving and they're you know not getting proper medical care and they're being gawked at by the people in the capital um yeah so it's it's not there's no dignity mm. to it like like the other ones you know and then even snow is like you know he's he hasn't had a good meal in so long because of the war they're low on rations and stuff and it's like um there's like complex kind of political stuff going on between Viola Davis and Snow and his best friend, who's so also one of the. It's thing. Andor. Um, <clears throat> if Andor, I mean, if it's if if it was Andor was like the origin story of the villain, you know what I mean? If it was like okay. it's like it's more along the lines, ironically, of like what Darth Plagueis oh, probably is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. It's also very much split up into three parts. They almost could make a whole trilogy of it, I think. It would be a little bogged down because it's a lot of talking, but I, they have a lot of material there, and it's very surprisingly good. I just wasn't expecting it. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, my number six is uh, Across the Spider-Verse. You can't run forever, kid! Wow, six. Six. Okay. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's Across the Spider-Verse. Not as good as the first one. So that's why it's not as high, but I don't know. 
I gotta go back and watch this one again. Um, I have it on 4K. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it still has just as much heart as the first one. It's just, just not there. Just, just not as good. It'll probably win an animated movie though, because you know. Interesting. Yeah. Everyone was raving about this movie when when it first came out. Everyone's yeah. like, "This is the best animated Spider-Man movie I've ever seen in my life." Probably. Like legitimate Oscar winner. I mean, yeah. It'll instead win of animated. just animated, it'll win animated. Well, I mean, like they're they're talking best picture. Like they were talking best picture in yeah, in July. So I'm actually surprised it dropped that low for you. Yeah. I got a bit of a surprise of, uh, for you later. There's some better movies up there. I okay. Think. Okay. Um, my number five is Killers of the Flower Moon. Speaking of best picture winners. Yeah, probably it's definitely in the running. Lily Gladstone, she's better win. Supporting actress, or I swear. Yeah, she's, she did Because, so. <laughs> damn, yeah. she went through the fucking ringer in this movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Plemons was not in it as much as anyone thought he was going to be. I, I really like he's the main him. part of the book, I I'm really sure. like Jesse Plemons. <laughs> that much, though. I know. Well, he was supposed to be the main character. And, they and then I think somebody asked Scorsese, like, hey, where's, like, the heart of the movie? You're kind of following this, like, detective he's you know yeah. he's not he's kind of a blank slate he's like oh you're right i'm gonna focus on the osage now mm-hmm. and it completely changes the story and makes I, it a lot better for the better for sure the things i would definitely change about it are um obviously a lot of people aren't really talking about it and you guys disagree with me i know <laughs> but the whole scorsese showing up at the end of it yeah I just thought that was bad. I don't. Well, no, it's. I mean, it is a book, so like he's literally just like reading parts of the end of the book. I'm pretty sure. So like it, yeah. it's just kind of showing how far they've come, I guess, in a way that they yeah, are. Yeah. A, I mean, I liked that at the very least. It wasn't just like, um, it was you know, cool like, a radio text on show screen type again. thing going. It was a cool radio show. Thing. I like that a, part. Yeah, it was. But him physically going up there and being like. I'm so sorry that this happened to the Osage people. And I'm yeah, like, that you're like, making it about you, buddy. I get what you're saying. I yeah. do. Like Ron said, like it's something like he's taking responsibility for um, being part of an industry that blacklists a lot of minorities that way. Yeah. Which I guess it just felt so antithetical to the rest of the movie for me. And Big words. <laughs> it just didn't need to be there for me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay, what's your uh, number five? F- yeah, that was, that was my five. So it's your five. Barbie. Barbie. Okay. Barbie was. It was fun. I mean, you know me. Uh, it was fun. Production design very well done. Um, and I mean, and it came out the same week as Oppenheimer. So Barbenheimer was a huge thing. I saw them both the same day. It was that was the second movie I saw, I believe. Yeah, 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 that was the second one I saw, so I was already pretty, uh, pretty toasty for that. <laughs> um, probably the uh, only way to watch it, but like, I still followed along with it. Like, Margot Robbie was great; she's a great pick for Barbie. Um, Ryan Gosling nailed it, fucking nailed it. <laughs> and ironically, he probably will win Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> um, it's just funny. It, it's so funny. It's like but not like, even about. I, him. I think. <laughs> Greta Gerwig has a good shot at winning Best Director for this movie. Yep. Yep. Um, production design, actor, actress, pro- a- actress probably will be up there too. Like this movie's gonna get the nominations. I just don't know how much it's actually gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good until the very end. I'd say. Yep. 
And you know what part I'm talking yep. about. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that awkward monologue. Uh, yeah, just, just smooth it out a little bit, you know? Like, it, I get it. It's it's important, but, like, it's nothing that's revolutionary. Yeah, like what Jade was saying. In the, yeah. You know, I was just thinking, yeah. We'd know this. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Could have been done a little different. Yeah, right. And, yeah. yeah. All right. Um... My number four is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Same, so we can both talk one. about oh, this. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Oh, I was—I'm actually surprised it's even on your list. Yep, nope. you don't like Tom it Cruise. It made number four. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love Tom Cruise. Ugh. I love Tom Cruise movies. I love Mission Impossible movies. Okay. This was one of the best ones. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise are the best pairing I've ever seen. It's just like I will a, agree with it's that. a Leo and Scorsese thing, man. They just get together and they make good shit. Yep, and with AI involved, which years like I yes. terrified. And like I just wish there was an Ethan Hunt in the world to save us from this evil devil of AI. I just think it was too long. Though. It, it was, was it was a bit forty long. or something like that. I was like, yeah. that's ridiculous. But yeah. okay. Um, I watched but like, there's, it, when you go back and look at it there's scenes that like would normally feel so grating and so long mm-hmm. because like, it's all like exposition stuff yeah. and scenes but then you have like the way they edit it and the way that they, they incorporate the information it's so it's still an exp- exposition dump but it's it, you, you're hooked you're still like it's engaged long. you're like what's gonna happen next yeah it's the writing yeah I mean, they, they, they know how to do that and obviously this goes without saying the stunts are amazing I mean, yeah. yeah. You've seen the big stun, him going on a motorcycle up off the mountain. You've seen everyone's seen that mm-hmm. this year. So I mean, like, that's not even my favorite stunt from that movie because it's more. That one's more like, um, it could be done by a stunt double. Shit, was that not this movie? What the oh, jumping off the canyon? Yeah, no, yeah. That, that was that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, was that not this movie? No. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. No, but like in the last one, you have like, um, you know, when you know when, when he goes skydiving. Yeah. Um. You have a cameraman right up there on his face, mm-hmm. you know, jumping with him. Um. And the other, and this motorcycle one, you can't exactly, that, you know, get the camera with, with him. Like a drone, I think. He, yeah. He's like, it's very wide, so you can't really tell it's actually Tom Cruise. No. Um. It still had a visceral effect because they obviously did it for real. But um, ironically, I think the the one in the when the car flips in Paris yeah, when they go down the good. steps, that was. Like no. what? Co- the coordination with that was really and again. This could also be sent for a stunt category. That, yeah, this yeah. Movie, it, they got that good stunts. They win every fucking time. Yeah. So this is a Mission Impossible movie, but like, um, uh, yeah. One one big criticism, obviously, get rid of or why would you do Ilsa that way? Because she's you know you you didn't you didn't see the other two movies that she was in, but like she was a very big no, I part. I, of I, the, I, oh, I, I watched. Yeah. I didn't watch the. 2015 one, but I watched one with Henry Cavill. I watched one with Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, she's a very integral part for both of them, and you see, like, this relationship between her and Ethan grow and grow, and then it's just kind of like, she's dead. Eh, Okay. Yeah, they they did her dirty. The rest of it I loved. I I think it's almost perfect. Um, All right, number three. For me, it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You know, it's for me, it's definitely my my goodbye to the Marvel Universe because like we we wrapped up it all the things I cared come about. Twenty twenty anyway, so it yeah. should have been the end. But yeah, yeah, it you know it, it, you really can't say anything bad about it. It's it's such a tight story. Um, it's ironic because it's a parallel story, and Rocket doesn't really do much in the movie other no. than just kind of recount his backstory until the very end. Mm-hmm. But like 
it's, but it makes it, you care for a CGI raccoon. Dude, the, the way, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a genuinely good movie, yeah. heartwarming, and um, it, it wraps up all of all the stuff that we've been seeing for the first two movies, and like I guess the other movies that they're involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of made reconcile a little bit with what happened in Infinity War, obviously with Gamora, added a little interesting dynamic to um, Quill and Gamora's relationship. And uh, you know, I really like um, Nebula in this one. Yeah, uh, she's really funny. And then obviously, the f bomb is pure gold. <gasps> Open the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> so <Okay>. what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the and then the villain. Oh my god, irredeemable villain. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, like, dude. Like, why don't we get that? We like, I, I want villains that we just and he don't didn't have get to killed off. He did not. No, oh, I forgot. There's a behind the scenes that, or a an extended scene that isn't finished that has um them putting him in jail at nowhere. Uh, so he's still alive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'd like to see him come back. He was really good. I liked his performance. Yeah, Chikuri Uji. Oh my god, he's so good. <laughs> he was great in Peacemaker too. So I mean, yeah, I didn't see that. Oh my god, you gotta watch Peacemaker. Mm. Um. Anyway, my number three, Oppie. Hey. Oppie! Oppie! Mm. Yeah. Kelly Murphy, gonna win the Oscar. Yep. That's it. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the movie is. It's written well enough. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's points at it. I'm just like, mm, <laughs> all right. But the, the editing, the black and white, and the. <laughs> the color yeah. stuff really well done. Um, oh, what's the actual thing I want to talk about? Crap. Uh, the bomb. <laughs> well, no, not the bomb. Oh, just the uh, the auditorium scene. Oh, dude. My God. That, <laughs> that I felt is, sick to my stomach uh, for him saying that. Like, like uh, and then just his conversation with Einstein at the end too. Just like, yeah, dude. I was done? so anxious yeah, walking like, walking out of the theater. Oh, uh, yeah. That's how you know a movie works because it affects you <laughs> and it's good. Yeah. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Oh, okay. I got to <laughs> see that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, no, this movie is just, oh, man. So it, it's not his best movie, I don't think. I don't think it's Christopher Nolan's best movie. But I'm trying to think of it. Uh, no, all right. So a lot of people don't like Prestige. I think that's my favorite. I love Prestige. Yeah, I th- that's kind of a really tight movie for me, and uh, I really like it. I like Inception a lot and Interstellar. Interstellar has come a long way for me. I'll have to watch that one again. I don't remember liking it, bro. I did at all, bro. I fucking cried in that movie like twice. <laughs> it's crazy. Damn. Like when he's like talking, or we seeing the video of his son and his daughter. I mean, there's that, and then there's oh crap, there's another part too. I forget, I forget the part it was, but like yeah, I was like, damn. I watched that, I think, after Oppie, too, like because I wanted to watch Christian Nolan movies again. <laughs> you know what and I watched like, after Oppenheimer? What? Godzilla minus one. <laughs> it's a good pairing. Because, <laughs> like, you know, the Godzilla's based off of the atomic bomb, okay, so, okay, you know. Okay, okay, okay. He created Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> this is your three? This is three. Yeah, we're on two now. This is my two. Yep, you're it's, on your it's two. It's two. Yep, you're on your two. Oppenheimer's my two. Ah, <laughs> hey. Yeah, Anything so, else you want to add to it? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I was thoroughly engaged for three hours. Um, Elizabeth, what's fuck? What's her name? Oh my god, Elizabeth, John Krasinski's wife, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. <laughs> Emily Blunt. How did I forget her name? Uh, best scene in the whole movie. I don't like your phrase. Like fucking, she can finally shine out of this yeah, three-hour movie. Yeah, this is more of an ensemble movie, I think, yeah. than just like a t- a typical cast. Um, 
I love the whole like dynamic between all the scientists though, especially right. Teller, which is uh, Benny Safdie versus, yeah. you know, he wants to make a hydrogen bomb and he's working for the Russians, but they're allies at the time. But, yeah. and then, you know, there's all this talk with is Oppenheimer a Russian spy? He wasn't. It yeah, was this like other the, guy that he didn't know about. Yeah, you like the whole political aspect of it. I get it. Who's <laughs> playing who? It's so yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's why Robert Downey Jr. comes into play. And, Oof. you know, I love that, like, they include. They're a supporting actor for you. Yeah, right. He, but I like how his whole story is just like, he doesn't, uh, he's really not a part of anything that matters in the movie. No. But it just, I love that it explains this, the, the egos on all these politicians, where it's just like, you know, like he said this about me, and then he 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 thinks that he said that about him, and he embarrassed him that one time in front of a hearing. So, um, what does he do? He destroys hey. Oppenheimer's entire <laughs> career and yep. credibility. Like that, the ego on this guy. Yep. Like, and that's just it's just stupid and crazy. Like yep. that's how that happened, yep. you know. But yeah, no. Otherwise, uh, I think the three hours went by pretty fast for me. I watched it again, um, and you know, it's just a lot of. A lot of great acting. Obviously, the build-up to the bomb uh, was great. Um, you know, because it's like you, it's it's a very much. I think it's more towards the midpoint too. It's like there's a whole other yeah, half of the movie after I, it blows yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think it's like the exact midpoint, but yeah, it's like the midpoint. I guess it's yeah. just so cool. You know, it's like yeah, they did a great job with it. They have an actual real-time delay with um, how long the bomb would have taken. For pe like people who were actually there to hear it, mm. which I thought was you know just another detail. And then Josh Beck uh, wasn't well; he didn't push the button, as people on TikTok corrected us on. He uh, was there to stop it if something went bad. Ah, ah. I still like the. Uh, I still like it. <laughs> he pushed the button. Yeah, he. he I still like, that. like that. That, <laughs> that. That's my head. That's a head. <laughs> um, yeah. my number two, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm, okay, okay. Is this movie is just. It's gonna win all the awards this year. Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I don't think Leo will win Best Actor. I think that will go to Killian. Um, but this movie's gonna win Best Picture. It, it has to. Like the way this is done, the way this whole movie is just thought out, how important it is culturally mm. and all that stuff. It's got everything you want for a Best Picture nominee and possibly winner. Um, I'm trying to think. Has Scorsese ever won Best Picture? I think he has. Wolf of Wall Street did that one. I don't know. I know he's nominated. I know. Well, I know that he won. He finally won Best Director for The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. But I'm not sure if, he, if that was Best Picture or not. Mm. Well, this would be a good one to win it on. Um, yeah, I think I, it's just got so much going for it, and cinematography probably too. It'll be up there. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a great movie. Great. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. My number one, um, Spider-Man Across uh, the Spider-Verse. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I was looking back at it. I watched it again. After, I watched it again uh, twice after it came out in theaters. So there was one at the cabin trip and another one just uh, you know a few months ago. Uh, and I looked back and I was like, yeah, this really is a five-star movie for me. It's the only five-star this year. Um, animation. <clears throat> you know, obviously nails it. Um what they did with uh, Gwen, Gwen's arc with her dad, amazing. Because um, the whole first half hour is just yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we get Miles's all whole story, which is even better than the first. I think it definitely builds on top of what came before. I mean, it did, but I, don't, I, I still don't think it's as good as the first one. I, I think I think because it's it's a part one, it's very much a part one. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only reason that's really holding it back 
from being amazing to a lot of other people. <laughs> amazing. I just, you know, I just, I think it's so good. You got the, this villain who is understandable, um, where he could very much be his own, own like protagonist. He's sort of like just a secondary protagonist with Miguel, because it's like he's he's making he's making logical sense and he's doing things for good reasons. It's not like he is the villain. Yeah. It's not like it's not like he's it's like a villain with a with a sad backstory or anything like that. He's like he genuinely like a lot of people would make that choice. Um and then you have Miles who's just taking a different stance. And we'll see who's gonna win. Obviously, I think it's gonna be Miles. But like I do wish that they would take the more mature route and be like, Yeah, Miguel is right. And you know, I think I think it's a more mature way to do that. But um but the fact that there's like a, a philosophical debate in a fucking kids movie about Spider people, you know, you know what I mean. It's a five star movie. <laughs> Same thing with you know, a CGI raccoon. Yeah, they make, you make you care about number one. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. so that's your normal. Yeah, my number one, of course. Yeah. Um, no, just seriously, like the this crew, I, I've loved. I didn't even know, and James Gunn wrote Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed, <laughs> but like. Literally, if you think about it, that is Guardians of the Galaxy. They are the Scooby-Doo gang, <laughs> and it's so well done. It's like, oh my god, this is I've been with <laughs> I've been with him for this fucking long. And it's like, yeah. shit. I really am <laughs> a James Gunn guy. Like, I just love everything he writes, and man, yeah, just it's a great send off for them. the The heart in that movie, you can see it. You can see the love put into this movie. This is where it was always building to. And yeah, man, man. <laughs> um, I'm 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 glad that like that's where my MCU ends. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I didn't use that. Now there's all buy. the King drama. The King's he's <sighs> gone. Feel so bad for that. You know, yeah, I wish yeah. I was kind of hoping can, he didn't. He wasn't now. like involved or anything. Yeah. You know, because I was kind of being like, we don't know the facts. We don't know the yeah. facts, and I guess something happened. I mean, they. Everybody wants John Boyega to replace him. I was like, mm, maybe just not. let it go. Just, well, I mean, you know, do just Dr. put him Doom behind or... the CGI mask, and you can still do like voiceover. Cause somebody who sounds like John yeah, Boyega, just do the Mando do thing, that. and and yeah. yeah, just like figure out what you're gonna do because Doom is obviously the way to go now. Yeah. So yeah. I am already tired about talking about this. Holy fuck! <laughs> yep. Oh my god, I I lost my steam at like number five. I'm just like. <laughs> yep. It was a movie I liked. It. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I put all my effort into ten through six. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's yeah. it. There we go. Um, but yeah, we're seen before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Seen Beforecast. That's S C E N E in Beforecast, and on Twitter slash X with the handle S I B underscore Pod. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. Surprised I remember that. <laughs> I love how he said X now. Hey, I, I put it Twitter or X put it or X. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Wass. My letterbox is serialized at DJ Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. I love how this is just ingrained in our memories now. You know how long it's been since we recorded something like this. Yeah. It's just automatic at this Yeah, point. remember I used to have a, I had to have you a script. You had so much trouble. You <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to Scene of the Fort where we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to try and do something new in the new year for season seven. So stay tuned for what that's going to look like. But uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Ah!